Hello, everyone. Welcome to Eternity, where love never fails. Hello, everyone. Thanks for listening. This is the Eternity Bible Study Podcast, where we walk through the Bible together every weekday, Monday through Friday. We're podcasting from here in the United States and in Zambia with a goal to share our thoughts and encourage one another as we read God's Word verse by verse. My co-host, Matali, in Zambia, uh, and I are both listening to Through the Bible podcast and then sharing our thoughts and encouragements with you from America to Africa and everywhere else, God is in control. As always, our attribution goes to Through the Bible with Dr. J. Vernon McGee. So if you've ever wanted to try to read the Bible every day, we hope you can join us. Uh, We're regular people just like you trying to learn more about God and walk in step with His Holy Spirit. So we're in the Psalms. We're up to Psalm 8 now. Um, Psalm 8 um, is one of those psalms that's called a messianic psalm. In other words, it's such a cool psalm because it is quoted in the New Testament. So uh, Psalm 2 was our first example of a messianic psalm. So this psalm, Psalm 2, Jesus quotes this psalm, and then they quote it again in 1 Corinthians and Hebrews. So um, to set this up, it's okay if you don't have a Bible, no problem. We'll put it together for you. If you have a Bible, you want to pull it out and read along with us. We'll go verse by verse. Um, but if you've ever wondered, you know, if you've ever wanted to, something that just to say, what's the meaning of everything? What's the big picture? If you've ever just sat back and looked around and said, you know what? What's the big deal of all of this? What's the bottom line? This psalm, Psalm 8, is, is a psalm for you to, to think about and read. This is really puts it all together. It's, not, it's only nine verses, but um, it gives you the big picture fast. And it's so important. You know, Jesus is quoting this psalm. So we'll, we'll just jump right in. Verse 1, O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name. In all the earth, you have set your glory above the heavens. Boom, right off the bat, it starts with a head nod to the Lord as God and our Lord as our Savior. Because the first Lord is in all caps, the second Lord is capital L, little O-R-D. So whenever you see it's capital L-O-R-D, that's supposed to be a reference to God. And then capital L-O-R-D would be a reference to the Lord, to to Jesus is Lord. So, O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name. This is, it starts right off, God's name is above everything. It's it's above all the earth. God is supposed to be honored. God is supposed to be um, above everything. Even his name is above everything. And that puts us in our place right off the bat. That puts God in his place. God is above us all. God created everything in all the earth. He is above everything in all the earth. And right off the bat, you just look around. You know, are we keeping his name above every 
possible thing in the earth today? No, of course not. We're, God's name is like barely mentioned. You know, man always wants to glorify himself. You know, his lifestyle, what's in the news. You pick up a newspaper. It's all about the sports, uh, lifestyle, people, news, politics, business. You know, man is focused on himself, you know. But this psalm, this is a song that David wrote, and he is saying the honor and the glory of everything is supposed to be on God. Okay? And so God's glory is even above the heavens. God is so God has so much glory, we can't even imagine how much glory he has because we're puny little people down here on earth. We can't even get we we can barely just get above the earth or get over to the moon, but he's got stars, you know, throughout the whole universe. So then he says in verse 2, out of the mouths of babes and infants, you have established strength because of your foes to steal the enemy and the avenger out of the mouth of babes. So like little children, like babes, that's where our we, we need to have faith like little children. We need faith of 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 of, of children like like a child and and uh Scripture points to we need to have this kind of faith. And it's in Matthew 21, verse 16, you know, when Jesus comes back in to Jerusalem and he's he's correcting, uh, he's turning over all the tables of the money changers and people are selling things in the temple and he gets mad and he, and he, you know, turns over all these tables and he corrects and the people are all excited. The children are running to him and people are saying, you know, don't bring the children to him. And then Jesus looks around and he says, this is what he quotes. He says, you know, the, 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 the people come up to Jesus and he says, do you hear what these people are saying? They ask him. And Jesus goes, yes replied Jesus, have you ever read from, quote, from the lips of children and infants, you, Lord, have been called forth your praise? Jesus is quoting this about himself. You know, he's, you know, he's saying, you know, this this sort of thing is pointing towards him. Again, the Old Testament, the New Testament, and Revelation, everything points to Jesus. But Jesus is quoting this because it's talking about him too. But it's talking about us too. We're these little children, and we need to have faith. So you've got God in heaven above everything, and then God is establishing uh, his glory through our puny little faith. Okay? So the 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 um his strength you know is going to be proclaimed by little children okay because Jesus's purpose here is to still the enemy and the avenger Je- you know the end of verse 2 Jesus is talking about his own purpose you know he's going to be glorified he's got more glory than we'll ever imagine but he's going to let the glory of his strength Come out of the little children, out of puny little man. And you know what? That's the gospel message right there. Jesus is talking about himself. But if you want to know the big picture, the gospel message is all about faith. It's all about faith coming from us in him in order to save us so that we 
will be adopted as children, and we will be elevated because of that. We have hope. We have hope in the Lord Jesus and what he's going to do for us. This is pointing towards the gospel message right here. Now, in verse 3, When I look at your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you've set in place, what is man that you're mindful of him and the son of man that you care for him? Okay, what's that all about? Well, you know, he's saying, this is David again now. He's singing his song. When David's talking about, when I look up at what is all around us, the heavens, the stars in the sky, the moon and the stars, the work of your fingers, all the, the, the miraculous things that, that the Lord has made, that God has made. This is just finger work for him, you know. He did all this without a sweat. Just works of his little fingers. He has done all of this. When I look around, David goes, What is man that you're worried about him? That you're mindful of man after you've made all these little of all these big beautiful things? Who are we? What is man? That not only are you mindful of him, that you care for him. Oh my word. Why are we so important to God? Isn't that like isn't that amazing what he has done? His glory is so far away from us we can't even get to it. What is man? Well, what is man? Man is a failure. Man is sinful, failure. We are the we are the farthest thing from God's glory you can imagine. But not, God not only is thinking about him, he loves us. That is, again, God's grace, God's mercy. God gave us this, this grace that he would give us this gospel message. God came to earth. God had to become man to come down, God didn't go to all the other planets. He didn't go to the Orion, you know, nebula. He didn't go everywhere else. He didn't go to Saturn. He came to Earth for us. He's so far above us. He came to Earth to save man, to die for little man. I mean, he could have worked it out with his little finger. Just by moving it, boom, man's done, man's saved. But he didn't. He had to come to pay for man's sin. Because he's a he's a righteous judge. He's a righteous judge that can't make mistakes. So our debt has to be paid. He had to come and care for man. Okay? In verse 5, you made him a little lower than heavenly beings. You crowned him with glory and honor. You made man, so he's talking about man here, but he's talking about Jesus too. You've made man a little lower than the heavenly beings, and you crowned him with glory and honor. Okay, so he's talking about man. Man is important to God. You've made him a little lower than the angels. You've crowned him with glory and honor. So, Jesus came a little lower. Jesus had to be made lower. Jesus had to be made mortal, 
okay? So that Jesus could die for us on our own terms. And then Jesus is going to be crowned with glory and honor. And then we are, you know, Jesus was, you know, Jesus was put to death. Jesus died. Jesus rose again. And Jesus is crowned with glory and honor. And he did it all for us. There's nothing we have to do. We're going to die, but we're going to be saved again. We're going to be reborn again. And then we're going to be crowned with glory and honor too. And he's talking about man. And um, in the New Testament, um, this is a this is quoted again in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, 27. For he has put everything under his feet. He's talking about man. He's talking about the glory of God. And in Hebrews chapter 2, verses 5 through 9, it quotes again, What is mankind that you're mindful of them? A son of man that you care for him. You made them a little lower than the angels. Talking about man, you made them, you crowned them with glory and honor and put everything under their feet. So this is looking forward, okay? This psalm is not only setting the, the, the stage, you know, God in heaven and what all God's done and, and um, you know, who are we? We are so low and God is looking Towards man, it's talking about his gospel message. Jesus has to be uh, made lower now than the angels to come on earth to die for us through faith. This whole thing is gospel. This whole thing is awesome. But now it looks forward because then all the dominion over everything will be put under his feet. Talking about mankind talking about looking forward, we're going to be crowned with glory and honor. All things are put under his feet. We're in verse 6. All sheep and oxen, all the beasts of the field, all the birds in the heavens and the fish of the sea, whatever passes along the paths of the seas. Okay, so man is set up to have everything, you know, under his feet to start with, just like God let Adam name everything. He's saying he made the heavens and the earth for man. This was all designed for man. What did man do? Man sinned. Man lost this gift. So what did God have to do? God had to come back and save us, okay? Even though God is so far above us, we can't even contemplate. God is so glorious. But this psalm is talking about you know, not only the gospel message, but it's talking about how the whole world was set up. You want to know the big picture? This whole world was made for you. Why? You want to know the big picture? Because you matter. You feel like you're somebody who doesn't matter? You matter. Why? Because you got a God in heaven who loves you this much. That's the big picture. You know? They talk about uh, uh, life is insignificant and, you know, uh, the, the science of the world today believe in evolution and we're just creatures that are born to compete with one another and the, the, the fit will, 
will whoever's the fittest will kill the weakest and that's the way of the world and blah 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 you know and we're you know uh humans and animals are all kind of the same thing you know that just shows you man's wisdom we're not very smart are we God's wisdom says you matter. God's wisdom says your life has a purpose. God's wisdom says you were created. Okay? And you were created to be um, a person of purpose to enjoy this. God wants you to be his children. Jesus came back, had to die. Jesus was made lower than the angels. He Jesus was in heaven. Oh Lord, our Lord. It starts off in Psalms. How majestic of your name in all the earth. Jesus was already in heaven bef- you know, before we sinned. But then Jesus had to be made lower to get to us. Right? And so right now we we have this dominion over stuff, but it doesn't look like it right now because man is living in a sinful world. But Jesus is going to bring us um, glory. We're going to get crowned in glory. Why? Through our faith. There's going to be a new heaven, a new earth, and a new us. And Jesus is going to come back in his triumphal entry to the world again, he's going to come back. He's already been a triumphal entry already. You know, he was born in Bethlehem and the angels were singing and he he comes into Jerusalem triumphant. What tells his strength is the faith of children, little children. But his purpose is to still the enemy, put to death sin for once and for all. Put sin in its place and restore us to what we were made for. Such a beautiful song. This is power stuff, folks. The last verse begins, I mean, excuse me, the last verse ends like it started. O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. Woo! That's how it started. That's how it closed. That's the big picture. You want to know the big picture of the whole universe? You want to know the big picture of the gospel? You want to know the big picture of the whole Bible? You want to know the big picture of your life? That's it right here. Read Psalm 8 over and over. Blow your mind. You matter. If you're out there listening, that's where you fit in to the big picture. Wow. Great psalm. Hope this was encouraging to you. It is to me. So this is the part where I turn over the rest of the podcast to my partner uh, and co-host, Matali, who's podcasting in Zambia. Now, Matali is six hours ahead of me, so she's podcasting on her own schedule. But when we get both of our podcasts together, that's when we publish it. So we're just regular people, just like you, trying to read the Bible. So I always wait to hear her take on it, too. I'm always excited to hear Matali's take on it. So, Matali, hope you're doing well. And take it away, Matali. And for the, for the rest of you, God bless you, and I'll see you next time. Hello. So today's teaching is coming from 
Psalms 8. And um, today's teaching is looking at the humanity of Christ and his ultimate victory as man. So it's God's emphasis on um, Christ as um, man here on earth. So um, the instruction on today's psalm, the background of the psalm rather, um, in verse 1, um, is um, uh, looking at um, the musical instrument that has been used is uh, an instrument called a lyre. So it's a stringed instrument. That's what they used when they were playing this particular psalm. So Psalms 8 is the second messianic psalm. And um, it's got direct quotations from the New Testament. So um, Psalms 8 um, is a direct reference from Matthew chapter 21 verses 16. And this particular um, verse reads, Do you hear what these children are saying? They asked. Yes, Jesus answered. Have you never read? From the mouths of children and infants, you have ordained praise. So, um, when the Lord was on earth, he had said that... Um, if you accept him and become converted, you will come. You will become like a child, and um, you will be born again. And you, you will set aside um, all the boasting and um, all the lawlessness, and you just go to Christ in faith and just with faith alone so you'll be you you will be like a child so this um was like he was saying you'll be born again and um you will just go to christ just with faith and faith alone so um psalms 1 reads for the choir master according to Gittith, a psalm of david so this psalm was written by david and they used the Gittith. Uh, an instrument called a lyre. Oh, according to Gittith, and they used an instrument called a lyre, which was a string instrument. And the first psalm starts with a praise to God of how majestic he is in all the earth, and it ends with this very praise. And it reads, O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. You have set your glory above the heavens. Psalms 2 reads, from the lips of children and infants, you have ordained praise. So this was a direct um, quotation from Matthew chapter 21, verse 16. On account of your adversaries, to silence the enemies and avenger. So um, this is where Christ expects us to convert and accept him and go to him as children and be born again. So verse 3 um, reads, when I behold your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars, which you set in place. So, um, the heavens and the earth were created by, by the hands of God. So everything that we actually see on earth, God is the creator of this universe. So, um, 
God tells of his glory and his glory um, is above creation. And we have to worship God because he is our creator. He made us. He made us from, from, from dust and to dust we shall return. Verse 4 reads, um, What is man that you are mindful of him? Or the son of man that you care for him? So um, man today is complicated. He's a complicated creature. We're disloyal. We disobey God. And we have we're just a total failure. Man was made in the glory of God, but we are not a success story. We have gone astray. We have lost our way. And um, we have forgotten that... Um, we have forgotten the face of God. Christ was saved. Um, Christ um, saved us when he, he, he was crucified on the cross... Um, he saved us by his grace because we didn't have anything to offer or we didn't have anything worth saving. Like we were so bad that God um, loved us so much that he couldn't destroy us and the earth. He had to send Christ to come and um, and um, preach and, and, and teach people and encourage people to, to turn to Christ and stop their evil ways. Verse 5, you made him a little lower than the angels. You crowned him with glory and honor. So um, in the Old Testament, when Jesus um, made appearances, he was the angel of the Lord. But when he came to Bethlehem, he came much lower than that. This is um, the son of God. But when he came down to earth, to Bethlehem, he was much, much lower than, um, than even the angels. This is how much um, Christ loved us. Verse 6 reads, um, You made him ruler of the works of your hands. So if we go back to um, verse 3, where it says, When I behold your heavens, the works of your fingers, the moon, the stars, um, which you set in place. So Christ... In verse, it tells us in verse 6 that um, when Christ came, he was made ruler of the works of, of God's hands, of God's fingers, of the moon. God God placed the moon wherever it is uh, right now, like in the universe. He made the stars, the sun, and, um, and um, Christ was, 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 was put... Um, was made ruler of, of all the things that his father made. You placed everything under his feet. So ev basically everything being under his feet, um, he's in charge of everything. And um, it, verse 7, 8 and 8 go on to say, um, All the sheep and oxen and even the beasts of the field, the birds of the air and the fish of the sea, and all that swim the paths of the seas, so basically, um, verse 7 and 8, actually verse 5 through to 8, um, it looks at God being the creator, the creator of the universe. It tells us that um, God can, can, can see the invisible things, the visible things, um, and God made 
us, God made you and me. God is above all creation. And um, man is nothing but um, a pest um, who has polluted the earth with with science and creation. And man thinks he's um, above God. But <laughs> we just specks of creation created by God and God is in charge. God made you and me and we're not cleverer than God. God made the universe. God put the stars, the sun and everything and he's in charge and um, he sent his only begotten son here and who became the ruler of, um, of who was placed, um, who he placed um, everything under his feet for all the things that, um, the works of the hand of God. So, um, let's look to God today because God is the creator and, um, this particular, um, Psalm is a very good Psalm and it looks at the ultimate victory, um, of Christ as man. And, um, let's always look to Christ because, um, God's in charge. He's always in charge. He made us, he's our creator and he deserves the praise and, Verse 9 ends with praising the Lord and how majestic his name is on all the earth. God's name is majestic in the south, north, east, west. Um, his name is worthy to be praised. O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. So this particular psalm for me was very encouraging. Um, and it takes us back to basics. Um, God wants us to convert and to accept him and to go back to him as, uh, and be like a child, be born again. So yeah, um, this was today's teaching. Thank you very much for listening. Bye-bye and God bless.